0: Welcome to today's edition of Feet to the Fire, where we're always challenging the status quo. For more cutting edge commentary, go to feettothefire.org. That is feet, the number two, thefire.org, and now your host. Good morning, folks, and welcome back to Feet to the Fire. This is your host, Sergio Fassa. And I am pumped to be back here with you. Don't forget every day to listen, to get your 15-minute dosage of conservative thinking so that you can rightly navigate the waters of this present culture. So I was away over the last week, actually in Southeast Asia in Cambodia, working with some missionaries. These missionaries do medical missions through the local church. They also work with human trafficking victims. It's really amazing. Uh, but it was eye-opening to be over there and to see a lot of the devastation of non-Christian, not only non-Christian worldviews, but non-Christian systems, non-Christian civilizations. Uh, that area of the world is living under the shadow of a brooding and growing and threatening communist China. So that was eye-opening. And also, I was with a great team, and uh, we were thinking through everything we were observing about life and civilization and our Christian worldview in distinction with what we were witnessing. And so coming back to the microphone today, I was feeling rather philosophical, if I can say it that way, and I was thinking through what we do here at Feet to the Fire, and I wanted to do an episode that I could probably do every day, Uh, except for the fact that it might become boring, although maybe it wouldn't be boring for me, maybe for the listener. Every day, I think I could do the same episode, and here's what I want to talk about. Thinking, living, existing with a conservative mind. And I'm bringing this up because I think it is a key element that is missing in uh, a Christian worldview, in Western man, in uh, the modern, quote unquote, so called conservative, the modern patriot people who, who hold to, generally speaking, conservative values, I still think we are not processing, thinking, seeing the world through an authentic conservative lens. I don't know if this is making sense, but I'm going to do my best. You know, a lot of my uh, ministry and my teaching and discipleship, and even through this program, the, the goal is to get people to always view the world through a conservative mindset, a conservative lens, and that's grounded in Scripture, conservatism. You know, Paul says in many, many of his letters, hold to the traditions and the teachings that I passed on to you. Right there is conservatism. Conservative, conservatism is a biblical worldview. It's a biblical philosophy that we don't quickly jettison or throw away that which was handed down to us from prior generations, a framework of thinking and believing that's been handed. We don't throw that away. We are in the stream of orthodox, dogmatic, absolute objective thinking and truth claims grounded in the Bible, handed down to us, in a, in, an, an, in, a, in a modern form that we see expressed in civilization. So it's not just truths disconnected from civilization and life and experience, but it's truths embedded in the scriptures that are observed and expressed and carried out in civilization. Okay, hopefully this is making sense. And what precipitated this was a conversation that I had with a friend. A, a very... A conservative friend. Um, But I noticed as we were discussing things that even this conservative, patriotic, Republican friend still does not fully and completely and entirely think with a conservative mind. And let me explain more what I mean by saying that I make much of my ministry and teaching to help people develop this. I, I work with the college and career students at my church, and I say to them all the time, I can't always sit next to you on the couch when you see a news cycle come across your television set when you're watching Fox News. Well, um, if you're watching Fox News, that's gone completely rhino now at this point. Never Trumper. It's the home of the Never Trumpers. So maybe, maybe we shouldn't even be watching Fox News, but you know, for lack of a better uh, description in my little story here: Fox News, or maybe Newsmax, or uh, One America News, which has been kicked off of every every platform. But anyway, I digress. I can always sit next to you when you're watching the news cycle. When I can always sit next to you when you're reading some blog, or you know, scrolling through social media posts, and you're seeing the media narrative coming through your screen. I can't always sit with you when you're reading a text assigned in a college course, or sit next to you when you're hearing propaganda from a college professor, even even in a so-called Christian or so-called conservative institution. And and in fact, I can't always sit next to you when you're hearing the evolutionary scientist pontificate about evolution, or or the climatologist pontificate about climate science, so-called. And in fact, if I tried to go toe-to-toe on every issue that comes up, every news report, every uh, climate science claim, I, I would lose. Because, because I'm not trained as a climatologist, or I'm not, I'm not, in, I'm not trained as an anti-global uh, warming scientist, or I'm not trained as a creation scientist. I'm not even trained in the world of business to explain all the inner workings of the free market and the tax code. But. What I am trained in is a conservative way of thinking, a conservative mindset, the conservative mind. I believe that was a book written by Russell Kirk, which I have on my shelf and I plan to read, but haven't yet. But it's a great phrase, the conservative mind. And I want to train people in the conservative mind so that when you are sitting there watching the news, scrolling through social media, reading uh, an academic text, sitting in a college classroom, having a conversation as you walk along the road with someone, having a conversation at work... If you have a trained conservative mind, you can immediately wade through the waters of the culture, dissect, decipher, pull apart, see the core arguments, throw away the liberalism, and then rightly assert a conservative way of thinking in that particular debate. You know, So my focus isn't so much the particularities of each and every little debate, but a conservative mind that informs everything. So whatever you come across, you process through, you think through it as a conservative. You come up with conservative conclusions. This maintains a right Christian tradition that we can then carry along in civilization. Guys, we are missing that. So, you know, I couldn't find the quote online. I don't know if I ever will. The late, great Rush Limbaugh used to say it, and I did a quick search. I'll have to look a little bit more. There was a cabinet member, a high-ranking executive in Margaret Thatcher's administration in the 80s. Margaret Thatcher was the counterpart of Reagan in the 80s during the uh, conservative revolution in the West. Reagan won the presidency here in 1980. Margaret Thatcher was prime minister in Great Britain at that time, conservative, and they worked very well together. And she had... A As I said, a high executive Lord something or other, and he was famous for this remark that I'm now paraphrasing because I don't have the direct quote, but he said something to the effect of this, and Rush would say it all the time, and it, it is brilliant and it's something we should always remember and remind each other, that any person or institution that does not assertively seek after, pursue a conservative mind. Conservatism does not constantly engage in actively pursuing conservatism. Any personal organization that doesn't do that will inevitably devolve and deconstruct and fall backwards, slide down into liberalism. It's the way of man, humanity, and civilization. If you don't actively pursue conservatism, you will slide into liberalism, whether quickly or incrementally, Bit by bit, ever so slowly, you will slide in. And so that's what I'm seeing. And I had a conversation, as I said, with a very quote-unquote conservative friend, and I'm thinking, this person is not thinking conservative. And so that's why I'm going to say this. Now, I've been beating around the bush quite a bit here, saying what my goal is, what my hope is. Well, how do we get there? Or more specifically, what am I talking about? Well... I already mentioned it, but being in Cambodia, I and my team, we were all witnesses to the devastation of non-conservative thinking, a culture that's been ravaged by communism, mid-70s, Pol Pot and the Khmer Rouge and the genocide perpetrated against Cambodians. Then since then, the same prime minister for like 40 years in some sort of socialist democrat republic that is essentially existing as a satellite nation to communist China. And there's, there's poverty, there's immorality, there's no infrastructure, and there's human misery. We have to see that as the antithesis to conservatism. And I wanna to read to you a, a word from a so-called thinker or scholar an academe in a text that I'm reading for studies at a Christian, a Christian institution, Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, considered to be one of the most conservative academic institutions right now training pastors. This is a text assigned to be read called the, well, it's by Richard Lintz. and I don't know who this guy is, and I have nothing against him. I really have nothing against him. It's not about that. But I want to give you an example, because you might not still believe me that among Christians and conservatives and Western patriots, true Americans, uh, freedom-loving patriots, you might not think that there is a degeneration, a degenerative mind that's not thinking conservative anymore. And I want to prove to you that this is a problem all the way up in the highest levels of philosophical thinking in the West. So this is a uh, conservative institution with a text that's assigned to be read. And context doesn't really matter. And I know that probably sends people into a fit. What do you mean context doesn't matter? Context matters. Uh, that was one of the arguments this his friend said to me when I raked Al Moeller o- over the coals very much deserving, by the way. You'd have to go back a year or more to find some of my episodes. And I talked about how Al Mohler said in one of his podcasts, well, climate change, um, we know it's settled. Climate change is real. And, you know, I almost happily ripped all my hair out. <laughs> you know, I almost uh, took a bat and uh, swung it around the room and smashed things. I'm just kidding. My point is, I couldn't believe Al Mohler said this. And this is a, a, a betrayal of the conservative mind. If you're a conservative, you, you never... You don't ever give an inch to climate change or feminism. I don't understand that. And so I was explaining this to the friend, and the friend was defending Al Mohler and saying, no, no, Al's conservative. Context matters why he said that. I'd like to hear the context. No, it doesn't matter because that's not a conservative mind. If you ever are thinking or saying, well, hashtag me too, there's some merit in that. You know, we have to hear the plight of the BLM by the way, they've been totally exposed, Black Lives Matter, for for being, for embezzlement. They just, they took everybody's money, bought mansions, and ran off with it. That's the end of the tragic story of BLM. That chapter of human history is closed, and the, the net result is a bunch of community organizers and liars who took people's money and ran off with it at the, at the expense of... Well-intentioned inner-city black people who, who glommed onto it and, and committed to it, gave money to it, and they're left with nothing. The movement's dead. Or you see, you see uh, Christians saying, oh yeah, there, there's something to old earth creationism. You know, we don't have to stick with literal six-day creation. There might, there, there's some merit to the old earth argument. There's some merit to the climate change argument. All of these things are inroads in and against the conservative mind where so-called conservatives are making allowances for liberal type of thinking. And I was going to read to you from this text where context doesn't matter. I'll I'll tell you the title of the book. It's very hoity-polloyity and lofty, Uh, but it doesn't matter because it's It's merely the the secondary thinking and argumentation that's problematic, even down to the very grammar that these scholars are using. Let justice roll down like waters, American righteousness, like an ever-flowing stream. Don't believe the hype out there. Liberalism is everywhere. We have to maintain the conservative mind and suffer no compromise. Come back tomorrow.